Okay, Larry, it's time for the theme song. If you like to talk to tomatoes, yeah. if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with potatoes, up and down the produce aisle. Have we got a show for you? Hello everyone, welcome to uh, Where's Pot Where I'm Scared, the podcast where everyone has a nice coat. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by your friend and mine, Luke. We're back, baby! I, I gave you the Molly intro, but I still feel like you're, you're, you're my friend. Yeah! And also the audience's friend in some ways. In some ways. Not in all ways, but anyway, Luke. Yeah. What you been up to? Oh, man. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, um, you know, I'm sorry, everybody, that we just kind of, like, vanished for a while there. Um, yeah. We decided to give up VeggieTales for Lent, but then we realized that we were several weeks too late for that, so we had to then go a few weeks past Easter to make up for it. <laughs> and it's a bummer because I think the next episode is an Easter episode, and that would have been like a nice. That bit would have of, been perfect. Yeah, it would have been seasonal. But uh, you know, since when has that been this show? Yeah, no, we we do Christmas in July, baby. <laughs> no, we do Christmas in November, January, and March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's it's been a little while. Yeah, and it was, you know, I got sick. Right. That's why we originally stopped, because I was, like, extremely sick, not in a corona way. Right. <laughs> Just in a other way. And then, well, all that stuff happened with uh, COVID. And yep. <laughs> and then, um, uh, like a fool, I launched a whole other podcast, so then that mm-hmm. took up some of my time. But... Technically two podcasts. <laughs> Wait, what's the other one? Well, oh, I'm just I, saying, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, but now that's all set up. The 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 train is rolling on that. You're feeling better. Uh mm-hmm. our our time of uh uh self-denial uh, of Veggie Tales has concluded. We can get back into overanalyzing this bad children's cartoon. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I can't believe how this one opens. Like, it immediately just throws you into it. Yes. Because <laughs> it's just... It's the standard Bob and Larry on the kitchen getting a letter from a kid. Yeah. And the, the kid says, Dear Bob and Larry, I'm depressed. <laughs> I, Which already, I'm like, oh. Yeah, big same kid. Yeah, yeah join You're the club. You're not special. Yeah. Uh, I'm in so-and-so's class, but all my friends got put in another class at school. And then there's a pause, and Bob reads the letter as it says, If God loves me, why do bad things happen? (laughs) Yes, kid, that is the worst thing that will ever happen to you. (laughs) It's A, that, B, the idea of, like, one of the... Most notoriously complicated questions in theology. Uh, And they're going to tackle it, baby. And this talking tomato is going to explain it to us and uh, make us feel good about it in a half hour. 
Well, you see, they've got a very simple solution, and I think you'll be surprised. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a shame there's not, like, a Bible story about that topic that they could have adapted. Now, let's go with the Western. Let's, let's go with Joseph and the Coat of Many Colors. Who's Job? Fuck that dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they decide to do the story of Joseph, but Larry went to cowboy camp and made Bob promise him they could do a cowboy story. So they have to style it like a western. Yes. All right. And they like they they have a whole argument and they decide that they're because Bob's like, I think this kid really needs a Bible story. That's kind of our whole deal. This kid <laughs> is having uh, an incredible existential crisis of faith. We need to help him, Larry. And Larry's just saying that he wants cowboys. Listen, I, ye and also, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, they decide to mash up their two ideas. They treat that like it's some weird new thing, as though they haven't done that many times before. Yeah. Like, they've already done Esther the mob story. Mm-hmm. So I don't... Uh, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, but yeah, we get the ballad of Little Joe. Uh, which, Joe has a lot of brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and they're all French peas. Yep, they're all French peas, uh, except for Larry, who's Little Joe himself. And uh, the little baby, who we don't see at this moment. Right, yeah, Benjamin, who is who's too tiny to be rendered on screen right now. Yes. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> immediately, frankly, little Joe seems like a real annoying little shit to me. Yes. <laughs> His brothers are all trying to do work. And he's like, no, guys, shut up. Stop what you're doing. I need to tell you about my dream I had. <laughs> and, and it's one of those, like, okay. In Bible stories and, and other, you know, things, like, dreams have more significance than they do in the real world, so this is yeah less obnoxious than it would be if it was actually happening. I get that. But it is just like, no, 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 quit, quit doing your jobs. I gotta tell you about this crazy dream I had. And, and, and it's a dream where I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, uh... It, we get a foreshadowing of how good his organizational skills are. Organizational yeah. skills. That's how that word's said. Um, because he helps them count up their sheep really quickly. Uh, and then they all get called in because we learned that little Joe is their dad's uh, favorite son, who he yes. obviously favors. Uh, because he is the biggest of the sons. <laughs> Truly, why does he not just eat the other? <laughs> they call him Little Joe, and yet, paradoxically, he's a large adult son. Yes. Uh, but yeah, his dad... He, he is the large baby. <laughs> uh, his dad gets him um, a cowboy vest of many colors for a birthday gift. Yeah, which really doesn't come up again. No, I mean, it, I'll tell you, it doesn't really come up again in the Bible. Yeah, I just also, he doesn't even, like, wear it. Yeah, like, I, ah, I didn't reread the story of Joseph for this. If I remember right, I think it comes up because that's how they recognize him at the end. Ah, it doesn't matter, though. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, he gives him the coat. I, I would almost, I wouldn't be totally shocked if they wanted to downplay the whole coat of many colors thing to, you know, distance themselves from 
Andrew Lloyd Webber, that godless liberal. <laughs> Truly, and, and listen, as a musical theater fan, I also want to distance myself from Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> I wonder if, oh, I didn't even look for a uh, commentary transcript for this one. Take over the summarizing while I look. Uh, so, all of the other brothers are like, this is bullshit, we only ever get mittens. Uh, and Larry is like, all right, my wish is, I'm going to make my own wish come true. My wish is y'all going to listen to my, my dream. Yeah. This shit was wild. Uh, and he dreams that he was a cactus and all of his brothers were bigger cactuses. And then all the bigger cactuses were in a circle and then they all bowed to him, the littlest cactus. Yeah. Which is basically straight from the Bible, except it's not cactuses in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's like sheaves or something. So some some kind of old old world you know crop. Yeah, uh, and, and then like, there's like another. He has like the same dream, but it's with stars and like all the stars like bow to him or whatever. Yeah, and uh, yeah, everyone's like God. <laughs> You're already what the a favorite asshole. <laughs> You're already the favorite son. You got a fancy coat. You're constantly telling us how to do our job, and now you're telling us that you're going to be in charge of us someday. You're a real prick, Joe. Yeah. And then they're like, well, let's kill him. Yeah. They have perhaps a disproportional (laughs) response to their brother being a bit of a shit. Uh, And so they, like, say, like, hey, we, we put our birthday gift in here in this abandoned mine. Yeah. And he's like, I'm pretty sure that's not where that is. And then they're like, no, like, that's just keep looking up. (laughs) You fell in. Yeah. And now we are going to also give you to some desperados. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They just sell him into slavery. They sell him into slavery and he will not get out of slavery for a good time. Oh, no. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. One of those things where, like. In the context of, like, a Bible story, it's like, yeah, that's the kind of shit people did. In the context of, like, the Old West, though, I guess people also did that then. Never mind. It's just that he's so casual about his slavery. <laughs> right. Um, there is the implication of veggie natives, which just going to keep going past that. Wait, were there? I completely didn't even the, register. In, in the map, they go past the teepees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that they've given up on rendering animals because instead of horses in this, they just have, like, hobby horses. Yeah, but they have cows later, so, like, it's yeah. just... Uh, so, if yeah. we cut to one year later... Uh-huh. And, uh... Larry has really laid it on his feet. He's not existing. Well, we've talked about it. His, pro- his probable feet. Right. <laughs> Uh, and he is now working We did, at- I don't remember if it came up in our last episode uh, I, I forget Timelines, they're murky We do have uh, some Larry the Cucumber foot fetish fan art now Yeah, which Thank Yeah, it got emailed in, I guess uh, I, I'll send it to you so you can put it in the show notes <laughs> Great I mean, I had to look at it, why shouldn't everyone else Yeah We willed it into existence, Ashley Yeah, we did, uh there you go. There it is. 
Okay, I think someone also put this in the Discord. Yes, this is... Okay. Uh, Smoothie put this in the Discord, so... Okay. Uh, yeah, it's bad. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good in that it is exactly what we requested. Like, I guess thank you for your dedication on that front. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, uh, Little Joe got bought uh, by the owner of a saloon. And uh, he's working real hard because part of the lesson of Joseph is like, oh, yeah, even in these awful conditions, like, he's just like a humble and dedicated worker and, like, just does his best despite everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess he, like, got away somehow or, like, he managed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They really and downplay it- that he is the slave of this carrot. Well, and then uh, later the carrot goes like, oh, ever since I bought you from the... I'm like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's doing a great job. He's ta- taking care of the store. He's a natural for... He's got good business sense. He's raising the profits of the saloon. Um, except Madame Blueberry, who is the, like, sexy cabaret lady at this yeah. saloon, uh, does not care for him. Because he loudly sells peanuts during her performance. Yes. Uh, also, this is taking place in Dodgeball City. Yes. Uh, which, because there's a bunch of uh, jokes, question mark? Yeah. Uh, about where basically they like have a duel with Dodgeballs at the beginning, and then just there's an avalanche of Dodgeballs just repeatedly. Yep. All true. No lies. Yes. Yes. I tell only truth. <laughs> uh, so Madame Blueberry is like, this dude's annoying. I also want to, if not kill him, ruin his life. Do you think she's a slave? I, hmm. I'm currently rapidly scrolling through uh, the book of Genesis online. Joseph's at the very end of it, and it's, so it's taking a while. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, she... Tries to, like, be like, listen, steal this bag of money and get out of here. Escape. You don't want to be here. Yeah, you don't want to be a slave. And he's like, no, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Stealing is wrong. Slavery, I apparently have no opinion on. But uh, stealing? Bad. (laughs) Uh, And so she frames him. Yeah, she frames him for thievery. And Sheriff Bob comes in. And arrests him. And he, he, you know, everyone loves, uh, J- you know, Lil Joe. Yeah. But the second he is framed, everyone is like, ah, oh, no, I always do. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I looked it up. No, in the Bible, it is uh, his master's wife wants to have sex, and he won't because that's wrong. And so she frames him. She's like, cuck me, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, nope, cuck my husband. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Cuck my husband, please. <laughs> that's, the, that's the millennial take my wife, please. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Well, then we get not a silly song. Is, is this the worst? <sighs> you know, enough time has passed that I, I'm blanking on what its competitors would be. Because, like, the... The, uh... 
song, other song from Mr. Lunt is bad on an accent front. Right, but the, the if not for the accent, it would be fun. Yes. Yeah. This has the accent and then a rap section with another accent. Oh, right, yeah, forgot about that. You're right, this is easily the worst. Oh, yeah, how did you forget the rap? I tried to suppress it. That's fair. Yeah. It's awful. So, yeah, they do a whole thing like, oh, this time we're not doing a silly song, because sometimes you have to get serious and, like, really express the inner beauty in your heart. They're all dressed like... (laughs) What are they dressed like, Ashley? Um, well, Larry is just like a, uh, dock worker in a CSI (laughs) show. (laughs) I saw someone else say he's Jean Renault. Yeah. He's Leon. Uh, yeah. The Gord is, uh, the other dude from Fight Club, not the narrator. Yeah, he's Brad Pitt. He's Brad Pitt. Um... Junior is basically like he's just a dude trying to look cool, but is failing. Yeah, they they all look like very like early two thousands cool. Yeah, and uh, Mister Lunt looks like a character from Wild Hawks. Like I was trying to figure out, like, is there a specific music group that they're spoofing with their look, or is it just the two thousands? It's just two. It's you know, in sync. Backstreet Boys, that yeah, is... Yeah, I guess, yeah. 98 Degrees. Right, yeah. The go- Jerry has frosted tips. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they sing a song about how Mr. Lunt doesn't have a belly button. Yeah, and then midway through... Midway through, the fucking racist caterpillar from the Jonah movie comes in and has a, a rap section. It's bad. It's so bad. Wait, does Mr. Lunt have ears in this? Mm, yeah, okay. I almost <laughs> took a screenshot of it, and I had to, like, let it go. I think he either has earrings that are very, like, very thick earrings. They don't look yeah. like earrings to me. It looks like they gave him earlobes for the purpose of giving him gauges. Yes. <laughs> I think they gave Mr. Lunt earlobes. I hate it. It's so bad. Um... Uh... Yes, but the, the, the rap, instantly as it appears, is the worst thing in the fucking world. Yeah, it's it sucks real rough. <laughs> it was not a good thing to come back to. Yeah. Yeah, they really just right. threw us into the deep end. <laughs> Alright, so they cut back and... Lil Joe is in prison now, and all the prisoners are talking about how great Lil Joe is, and Bob the Sheriff is like, I've made so much money off of him. Yeah. That is, he says that he has bought a, a Stetson hat with the new hat, with the new, all the money that uh-huh. Larry has earned him. Yeah. But Larry, and then instantly after that, Larry says, if I don't have any bail. <laughs> that is true. Uh-huh. And it's like, damn. Yeah. Abolish prisons. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, the sheriff is just like, man, how do you have such a good attitude after all this time, little Joe? And, uh, Joe just is like, well, I believe in God, and I know that he loves me and takes care of me, and that means I just have to do what he says. And that means, you know, working hard and, and 
you know, obeying authority and, and being a diligent worker. And Bob just is like, okay, but if God loves you, why are you in jail with no one helping you? Yeah, like you, your life has been nothing but misery for the last two years. Right, and uh, his answer to that is, I, I don't know, but I'm sure it'll work out eventually. Yeah, and he also goes, you know, because, you know, God made me special. Oh, yeah, they, he says God made me special, and Bob's like, yeah, yeah, and he loves you very much. Heard it a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, that I, I okay. I gave it a gig. <laughs> I can't, no, that's nothing. Can't ever say that again. <laughs> Sometimes you just say things to try them out And discover that you uh, Sometimes you just pour different liquids Into a bottle and find out you made rat poison Yeah Uh, But anyway Because he tells uh, how uh, The other two's dreams And he's like Well that means that you're going to get free And that means that you're going up the river (laughs) Yeah And sure enough they get One gets freed and one gets Right. Uh, sent to uh, another p- prison, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a chain okay. gang. Yeah, I was going to say, because they, they don't have them describe their dreams, which I'm surprised. I figured they would have done, like, a rule of threes thing with the dream uh, thing. Nope, rule to... Uh, to the s- Bible does it. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, what is it? Uh, and they dreamed a dream, both of them, each man his dream in one night, each man according to the interpretation of his dream, the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in prison. Uh... And Joseph came to them in the morning, and behold, they were sad. Uh, bu- bu- bu. They said unto him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpretations belong to God. Tell them, I pray you. Uh, bu- 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 bu. And, and the they're tr- like, We dreamed a dream of a dream gone by. <laughs> right. The chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream, behold, a vine was before me, and in the vine were three branches. And it was as though it budded, and her blooms shot forth, and the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes. And the Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into the Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into the Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said unto him, the interpretation is this, the three branches are three days. This isn't interesting enough to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) The point is, they describe it in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we get the mayor, who is Mr. Knezer. Yeah, which, if, if it's not clear from what I just read, if you're not familiar with Joseph, in the Bible it is the Pharaoh. Yeah. Joseph is in Egypt. Yep. Um, uh, and yeah. he describes his dream after they get a uh, little Joe. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it is about uh, a bunch of real big beefy cows. Right. That are then eaten by very decrepit cows. Yes. It, this is done like in a 2D style, and it almost looks like... It, I was gonna say, it looks kind of like they fucking got John Kay to draw this for them. Weird. It, yeah, it's just, it's got a weird style to it that is very John Kay. Yeah. Uh, also, fucking creep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, one of the biggest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are him fucking Doug Tenafel friends? Seems like they would be. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Joe describes that uh, the mayor's dream is about seven years of like great harvest. There's going to be plentiful food for everyone. It's going to be a great time. But then there's going to be seven years of famine. Famine so great that you know the the good times will be totally forgotten. Uh, 
And he says, what we can do to prepare for it is to spend the seven fat years, uh, s- like, storing up food to get us through the seven lean years. Mm-hmm. And uh, because little Joe has such great organizational skills, they give the job to him to start doing all that. And, uh, yeah, over time, he is, like, the second in command of the town. He's in charge of collecting up everybody's food to prepare for the famine. Yeah. He's basically the deputy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, while, like, they have the seven years and they've saved all of their uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is a bunch of pizzas because there's a <laughs> pizza place in the town. Yeah, it's a whole pizza thing, you know. Yeah. As you do. It's a pizza silo. <laughs> right. Uh, and then just like a fucking wave of dirt <laughs> goes across the the frontier and yeah. they are now in a dust bowl. <laughs> right. And also little Joe grows a mustache. Yes. Which the fact mm, we no, I'm not gonna get into cucumbers growing mustaches. That's too nitpicky. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> we've mined that we've tapped that vein of gold already. Yeah. Nothing in oh, there they, but they dust. Have, they have a bunch of arcade machines and one is the uh Moby Blaster. <laughs> yeah. I can't say what the other one is, though. Mm. It's like a cactus something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and his uh, family comes in because they are also in a bad state because their uh, farm has also been uh, destroyed in the famine. Yeah. Uh, and, and they want to buy food. Yes. And you get, like, a kind of... A very time-consuming, like, you know, like, you just, like, see, like, his, like, mustache twitch. It's, like, trying to do a good, the bad, and the ugly kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, he's like, all right, you work with them, but, I, I like, I need to not interact with them. I, I, I need to think of something. Right. Because he wants to see if that he, if his brothers are good people now. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, so he decides to frame his littlest baby brother, who he's never seen as, like, anything more than, like, a bundled-up baby. Uh, he decides that kid's going in a fucking jail cell. Yeah, yeah, that he is going to frame him for theft. I feel like... Hmm. Listen. <laughs> Joseph is from the Book of Genesis. It's a very old text. It's a, It's a text that, you know... Christianity took from Judaism. I feel a little weird talking too deeply about it, but also I feel like the characterization of Joseph as like a pious, humble servant of God sometimes conflicts with what he says and does in the story. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes he seems like a real shithead. Especially here. Uh Uh-huh. Where, like, I was like thinking, like, isn't the whole thing like you need to like just forgive him because that's what you know, like, I don't think that you should maybe actually forgive them because... Right. Uh, but, like, you know, what they've established before. And also, like, 
going in this way just seems like the worst thing to do. Yeah, it, it's even like more elaborate in the Bible, if I remember right. I'm skimming to refresh my memory. He puts like a silver cup in Benjamin's sack and then lets them leave and then has like a like soldier come like stop them after they've gotten out of town and ransack their stuff to find the cup and drag them back to town. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, the, they just have a bunch of silver dollars on a pizza like pepperoni. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so yeah, he throws Junior Asparagus, who is Benjamin, into jail. And all the French peas are like, no, no, our father's already lost one son. You can't do this to him, please. And they all volunteer. There's a decent joke where they're like, just just hold us instead. And they all just go through the bars because they're tiny little peas. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Joe sees that they've learned their lesson and that they love their little brother and uh, reveals himself to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, they all have, like, a tearful reunion. I think in the Bible there's a whole thing where, like, they have to go home and get the dad and bring the dad back. In this one, the dad just shows up. Yeah. You know. Because he forgot their... He also... Larry also takes off his mustache. Yeah. They they do not bring back the, uh... The mini-colored coat. No, they don't. Um, also, Larry just has one giant spur on his ass. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Which brings all these feet questions back to the forefront. <laughs> Is Larry just, in fact, one giant foot? Is Larry himself a foot? That's a great question. Is it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, so they all bow to him, and Larry's like, damn, yeah, this does feel really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they finally all bow to him just like he uh, predicted, and, you know, everyone lives happily ever after. Don't worry about what's on, like, the next page of the Bible. Yeah, don't worry about it. Because I, I was trying to, like, find the exact verses to, like, make sure I wasn't uh, uh, misremembering exactly how it goes, but basically because the Pharaoh has all of this stored up food, thanks to Joseph, um... I, I believe what happens is they trade food to, like, surrounding peoples in exchange for, like, becoming part of, like, the Egyptian empire. And then uh, mm. Joseph, you know, gets old and dies, and a new pharaoh, you know, the pharaoh gets old and dies, a new pharaoh comes in, does not care that Joseph helped them, like, weather the famine or, uh, you know, expand their... new, yeah. Yeah. Ex get the... Yeah. And uh, enslaves all of the uh, Israelites, and that leads into the book of Exodus. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Joseph cool. kind of tees up the book of Exodus. Nice. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, it's the biggest question in, like, as you said, in theology. Yeah. But like. The problem of evil. It's a, it's a tough one. Yes, and uh, this idea of, like, it will get better eventually, <laughs> yeah. just, it just sucks shit. It's, it's the worst answer to it, and I feel like it's an answer that a lot of um, folks have gotten when 
experiencing crises of faith that uh, yes. probably was the nail in the coffin that turned them away from religion. Mm-hmm. Like, of just like, oh, listen, all the misery and pain you're feeling is just part of, like, God's plan, and, like, it's for a reason, and you'll see. And, like, A, very frequently, <laughs> no, you won't. Bad things just happen. Uh, and, like, I don't know. It, 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 it's not actually answering the question that it thinks it's answering. Yeah. Because if you're saying, oh, if God loves me, why do bad things happen? Well... Because God has a plan, and good things will happen because of it. Okay, but if God loved me, couldn't he just, like, make good things happen without the bad parts? This seems fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you, you can go down that rabbit hole forever, because then you can come back with, well, no, because, like, bad experiences, like, um, you know, they give us character, and they, like, teach us things about ourselves, like... That good experiences could not teach. But... Right, but also... God made us, and he could have just made us so that we could learn those things from good experiences. Mm, like, yeah. there's kind of not a satisfying answer to the question, you know? Yes. And, like, that's something that either you throw your hands up at and say, well, fuck this, God's not real then, or you just accept that there's a contradiction there, and you just kind of let it sit with you, and, I don't know, I... You, you just... You sort of puzzle. You contend with that for the rest of your life as a religious I was person. Told that it, I was told that it was demons. I was like, yeah, that seems really good enough. <laughs> right, but God made the demons, though. Yeah, I didn't think that far. <laughs> right. It's God could snap his fingers and those demons would be gone. It's it's a tough, it's a, it's a sticky wicket. Yeah. And uh, unsurprisingly, VeggieTales does a terrible job of exploring it. Uh, I'm trying to jump to the end of the book of Job, because the book of Job, in part, is about this problem. The Bible, like, it's not exactly a gotcha, because the Bible talks about it. Uh-huh. Because uh, the whole thing, I I think I can probably spoil the book of Job, right? Uh, I'll put spoiler warnings in <laughs> the note, the show note. I suspect that VeggieTales is never going to go to Job because it's a story about God doing bad things to somebody for no good reason. Yeah, go ahead. Because, uh, like, the way I always... I don't think I ever got, like, a Sunday school lesson on Job or whatever, but the way it was always talked about in church and stuff was that God makes, like, a bet with Satan... That if he just uh-huh. completely wrecks this dude's life, that he'll stay faithful. And Satan's like, yeah, no, he won't. And that's really not what happens. Uh, it's not like a random bet. It's like God is talking to a bunch of angels and Satan comes in. Uh, and he says like, yeah, hey, I've been down on Earth. And I think your entire like moral framework is fucked, God. Because all these people are good people. But they only act that way because you reward good people with blessings and if you took that away they wouldn't be good anymore so really are they good at all they're just doing it for rewards and god's like well hmm you make an interesting point all right let's take this job guy he's very faithful and pious let's take away everything good in his life and see what happens like let's use him as like an experiment it's not like a bet you know and job's whole thing is that like he does stay like faithful more or less but he does end up like committing a sin and that he questions god and is like hey god why'd you do this to me 
I'm a decent man, and I've always, like, done right by the Lord. Why are you... Why are you ruining my life? Why'd you kill my entire family? Just seems rude. I don't know. And then God is, like, has the, sh- the Shinner God is, like, to test my abilities. <laughs> uh, no, God comes back and tells him, you don't even... Like, he starts talking about leviathans. He basically... His answer is, like... I made ostriches and I wrestle alligators bigger than your house. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> like, you, it's, uh, but then after, you know, shutting Job down, he is also like, no, nah, this sucks. This doesn't make any sense either. And he gives Job all of the good things in his life back. And it just kind of ends on a point of like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just also realized that, like, uh, the Grant Morrison Animal Man does something similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where, he, but he is ruining his life because it sells better. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then he's like, "Eh, that story sucked." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's um, here's Joe. Here's God just giving it to Job. Gavest thou the goodly wings under the peacocks, or wings and feathers under the ostrich? He's like, what, what he's saying is, what, you're criticizing me? Have you seen an ostrich? I made that thing, dude. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Good times. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, apparently my question post did get posted, even though I was sure that I hit tweet. Fantastic. We also blazed through this episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're getting back into it. We don't have a guest. We didn't get to ask anyone what their deal is with God. I had to fill yeah. time by saying a bunch of shit about the Book of Job that's probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Uh, Luke, tell me all about the stuff you're doing and where people can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh I have launched a new podcast, like I alluded to. It is called Idle on Playtest. Uh, me and our friend Molly have uh, written an RPG called Idle on Become Your Best Self. It is inspired by uh, Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And uh, to playtest it, we have started a podcast. Um, I am GMing two different campaigns, which release on alternating weeks. Uh, one more JoJo heavy, one more Persona heavy, uh, that comes out every Monday. Uh, you can find it right now on audioentropy.com. I'm getting it up on iTunes and Spotify tonight, hopefully. Um, and yeah, it's a good time. And if you like it, and if you want to support us and help us make our book good, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash playtest and, uh, give us a little bit of money for it. You get early episodes, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get, like you, uh, episode, like exclusive Patreon episodes about you guys messing around with it. And yeah, just today I put up an episode where it's just us trying to talk through some design problems. We do that once a month. And uh, yeah, so far I'm very happy with the podcast. Yeah. I think it's a good listen. Uh, What about you, Ashley? You can find me at your librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And you can also find me at uh, HeineCackle.com and also at Patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Yeah. Give Ashley some yeah. bucks. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Until next time. Next time, it'll probably oh. be a longer episode. We'll hopefully yes. have a guest. Yeah, sorry. This was kind of... Yeah, we just... I, I had nothing better to do tonight. I was like, hey, what if we restarted the podcast? Yeah. You know, um, we're, we're, uh, we're greasing our wheels. We're, we're gearing up. We're trying. Oh, I was going to say that at the end of the episode, when they do uh, QWERTY, and like they do their sign-off, yeah. it's, you know, God made you special, and then Bob goes, and that's a good thing. Oh, right. And, and I'm 99% sure it's because someone got made fun of. Oh, you for think? For saying that God made me special, and a, a very bad kid was like, said some horrible thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's just what it read to me. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, just because I know, like, elementary school kids and that they're horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. God made you special, and he loves you very much. And so do and we. so do we. Potatoes up and down the